Oh, I do too. I want to try it now. I have, a, I have a grater. I think I just need a potato and a grater. I just got to figure out how to get them to stick together. What, what grade would you give it? <laughs> You're so dead to me. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Shenantics podcast, episode number 77, also known as 77. My name is Skanky. I'm here with my good pal, M-Call, to bring you the content that you deserve. M-Call, what's up? I really want to become best friends with the Queer Eye guys, uh, like really bad, but I just just had to get that out of there. Um, hi, Skanky. So... Yeah, it's great. You is know, talking about that more important than welcoming me to the podcast? Is that what yeah. we've oh, come yeah. to? Well, welcome. I mean, have you watched Queer Eye yet? No, I haven't yet. All right, well, you'll understand. Have you watched La La Land? Oh, you have already. I <laughs> have you watched Moonlight? <laughs> oh, shit. No, damn, I got one you more. on that one. I there's one on more. One. <laughs> I gotta get... Oh, damn, I'm getting Easy. close. I'm getting Easy. close. I'm making great progress on those Marvel movies, though, so Gabla should be very proud. What are you up to now? Uh, the one I'm watching this week is going to be Avengers 2 Age of Ultron. So, oh, wow, you are going, you're, you're doing have, well. I've, I've made a ton of progress. I think, uh, based on this, I got one, two, three, four, five, five, six, seven, seven before I can watch Infinity War. That's so, not too bad, man. You're, no, you're doing pretty yeah. well. I'm a little proud. I'm cranking these out so we could we could discuss we can discuss the entire Marvel universe in about eight weeks. <laughs> in, that, in two I'm, months, I'm cool with that. Yeah, in two months we can we can watch we are we can discuss all of the uh, my feelings about the Marvel movies as a whole. Okay, um, and I'll, okay. I'll give you my ranking because I've been keeping a ranking. And I don't think I've, I've told Gabble this. I don't think I've told you what my ranking is, so we can leave it as a surprise. Of okay, my overall ranking of the Marvel movies. Okay, I'm into it. I'm into so, it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's been it's been a good few months. My summer, I'm gonna say, has been just fantastic so far. And so it's, it's only just started. I know. It, I mean, I don't know. Today, I like was a, what a hundred some degrees. I wanted to die. Oh, it's terrible uh, today. Yeah. But yeah, no, it has it has just started. But I feel like I don't know. Do you ever get that thing where it's like as you get older, time flies by even faster? Like I feel like it's gonna be like tomorrow yeah. is gonna be the start of fall. So. That's like a scientific thing, you know about that? No, I did not. Yeah, so as you grow older, time seemingly goes faster. Interesting. Because the amount of memories you have become mm -hmm. compressed or there's something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So like when you're younger, you're eight years old, you've only lived for eight years, right? Mm -hmm. All of a sudden you're 80 years old, you have to compress all that time of the 80 years into something yeah. smaller. Yeah. So it's time seems to go by faster as you go get older. Something like that. Interesting. Yeah, really depressing actually. It kind of is. It kind of is. It's uh I, I will say that like it's not that like as I've gotten older I've wanted to make the most of things in any way possible, right? Like I feel like I don't know, I feel like I value my time more. Um where like I look back when I was like the stupid shit I did when I was like 14, 15, 16. I'm like, oh, come on. So much wasted opportunity. <laughs> mm -hmm. Damn kids. So. <laughs> Starring old kids. <laughs> Get on my lawn. Plan, Go plan, do I was going to say playing on Mr. McGurdy's lawn. <laughs> exactly. That guy hated us. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, I want to talk about something very important today since we're talking yeah. about important things in our lives. I love it. I'm ready. Okay. Something important is happening right now. It's called the Steam Summer Sale. Oh, yeah. Is it still going on? Yeah, it ends on July 5th. Oh, wow. Oh, so like this week, we got a few more days. It sounded left like in you it. just like had like an aneurysm or like. I kind of did. Take, or you like you had to take a really big poop. That's what I, it sounded I, like. Both of those just uh. happened. Um, <laughs> so the, I know you probably haven't bought anything for the Steam Summer Sale, right? I actually have not. I'm proud. I it's yeah I I got over the hurdle where right when it was go right when it started um I like I just needed like 24 48 hours to kind of just like not think about it where I can kind of pull myself away and then I think it also helped that I was traveling like I've been so damn busy for the past like week so I feel like that helped get me away get like distance me from the sale so yeah, like I yeah, truly yeah. didn't know that it was still going on wow man you're totally out of the loop I am totally out of the loop I kind of like it though. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. 
So, but no, tell me about it. Did, did you pick up anything good? How, so how I did pick sale? up games. All right. Not as much as I usually have, but I've been cutting down on the mm-hmm. amount of games that I buy because I already have so many. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, like, what was it last year or maybe was it two years ago? I spent maybe $300 on games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this year I, I brought it down. I spent to 80 what? bucks on games. Holy shit, I'm legitimately proud of you. I was actually only going to spend, what was it, 50-something? Mm-hmm. But then Joe convinced me to buy a game, and I bought it. So Joe! Joe! He was... <laughs> no, it's fine because I streamed it okay. with him on Saturday, yeah. Sounds like it a was business a blast. Expenses. Oh, was that uh, Dying Light? Yeah. Okay, how was that? Have you played that game before? No, I've watched some of it. Dude, it's really good. Is that the one where like you can jump from buildings and stuff? Or jump yeah, it's building a parkour yeah. zombie game. Very cool. It's um it was really, really fun. Mm-hmm. And the co-op in it is a great time, and the story so far is interesting. Yeah. Um, and it just makes me really excited for the second one that's coming out. Because the second one is gonna have like Detroit like decision making. Oh, really? Yeah, where it's like everything you do affects the storyline and how people oh my God, react yes. and stuff in the game. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so sold. That's going to be hip. so That's sold. Gonna be hip. That's a, you could sell me on almost any game now just by saying his Detroit style. It's going to be like Detroit. Style. I know, right? Yeah, it's Detroit style decision making. I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. Where'd I throw my money? <laughs> I got this. So, exactly. oh, that's cool. That's cool. What else did you pick up in the sale? Okay, so I picked up, actually, a lot of these things are like, Kind of the the only other like AAA title I picked up was Skyrim on PC mm-hmm. because I never had Skyrim on PC. It, I bought a Bethesda bundle I think a year or two ago mm-hmm. uh, that was like a hundred dollars, which included almost everything in it from mm-hmm. Bethesda besides Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up picking up Skyrim, which I, I just you need to have. It's twenty bucks. Yeah. It's like a great deal. Yeah. Um, and I've never played on PC before, so that should be pretty hype. Okay, well, um, so that's then, like that's fifty dollars of your eighty dollars spent. So like the last thirty, what yeah, was the last thirty then. So I had a whole bunch of smaller games or like mm-hmm. games that are kind of niche. Yeah, that um I wanted to play. So the first one I got was Beyond Good and Evil. Yes, I've heard good things. So I wanted to play the first one because that second one at E three looked so cool. Hmm. Um, and it was only it was on sale for two dollars and forty nine cents. Oh Jesus, that's hard to pass up on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, it came out a long time ago, but yeah, um, but and, still, I mean, the graphics like... are kind of like N sixty four looking. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I want to play it because I want to play it before the second one comes out, and yeah, it just looks cool. Um, and then I picked up uh, Papers Please because I heard that game's lit. Oh, I love that game. I played it on my iPad. I think I bought it on the PC also. I really yeah. love that game. It was uh, five bucks, so oh, you can't, totally you can't worth lose. It. You totally can't worth lose. it. You can't lose. Uh, I like the art style in that game, too. Yeah, the art style was really cool in that game. And then I picked up two games in preparation for uh, Halloween. Okay. For my October scare alert month. Yes, yes. So first one I picked up was called a game called Remothered Tormented Fathers. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, which... Is like a demonically possessed mom or something. I don't know, mm-hmm. something like that. It was ten bucks, so I got that guy. Nice. And then the other game, which I'm very, very excited about, and I'm sure people will really enjoy when I have to play it, is going to be the Paranormal Activity VR game. <gasps> oh my God! Yes, <laughs> yes, that's going to be so great. Yeah, I picked that up oh. for like nineteen dollars and seventy nine cents. I can't so gonna, wait. That's going to be. <laughs> that is going to be great. Oh my god, I cannot wait for that. Yeah. Oh, that was going to be so good. Oh god, I'm already scared. Yeah, um, right. And then I Dying Light I picked up, which was mm-hmm. 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I picked up a game called Fahrenheit. Have you ever heard about it? No, I've not heard about it. For $1.99, um, since we played Detroit, mm-hmm. I wanted to play through all the other Quantic Dream games. Okay, yeah. So we've been slowly making our way through it all. Mm-hmm. And the last, this is the second to last one on the list called Fahrenheit, and it came out in like 1999, I think, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the first iteration in Quantic Dream whenever they started doing like decision making storylines. Mm-hmm. So it's like the first one that they've ever done. Yeah. So I wanted to play it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's all the ones I bought. That was it. Very, I'm proud of you. That's awesome. Yeah. I, um, I haven't bought it. I'm, 
I'm pretty sure in past years, and even on Shenanigans, I forget what episode it is. Um, if Tiny knows, she'll put it in the show notes for you guys. Um, there was an episode where I said I was going to stay strong, and then I think I ended up spending like $400 by the time the next episode aired. Um, so I, Wait, I have. Really? Yeah, yeah. I thought I we talked about that. this. Yeah, last year's, I think it was last year's summer sale. Because um, I, I think last winter sale, like in December 2017, I managed to also not spend any money. Um, but so I think it was last summer sale. Uh, I said I was going to stay strong and not buy anything. And then I had a night of uh, just bad self-control and spent like an ungodly <laughs> amount of money. Um, I'm pretty sure I posted like a screenshot of my cart before checkout, like in the Discord. And, like, oh, it was God. like three hundred, four hundred dollars. It was insane. Um, it was, it was, yeah, bad decisions, bad decisions. But um, but the but, uh, big like the reason I kind of had a a realization or like a moment of clear thinking with this, and it's kind of like what you said, like like the reason why you didn't spend as much money this year is you have so many games to play that you don't really need new content. And it's like you have a great deal, but is it worth spending money on the great deal if you never get around to playing the game, right? Or if you're going to yeah. get around in a year, two years, well, next summer the game's probably going to be on sale again, so I don't need to buy it now if I'm not going to play it till 2019, 2020. Um, but what actually really sold me on not spending money on the sales anymore is it's kind of like an overall picture of like, I don't want to buy games unless I'm about to play them um, or else it's kind of wasted money. And horizon zero dawn is the one that sealed that for me because that was right around when I stopped buying game, like new release games and waiting for sale. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I think I bought horizon zero dawn for full price um, and have never touched it. And then uh, it went on sale you know, a few weeks ago on the PlayStation Network for the complete edition, the base game and the expansions for like twenty dollars. And it's like if I bought the game back when it first came out and haven't touched it till now, and I can buy get the expansions and the base game for twenty, like that isn't that's insane. I wasted yeah, all this yeah. money on it, um, and so I booted up my PC and thankfully I had not bought it yet. So I was like, so I was kind of like thankful that like i put that purchase off and so granted like the steam sales i'd be getting at a discounted price like that one was but uh but there's so many that it's just you know that it's i'd be spending let's say let's say i, I controlled myself and spent a hundred dollars now the likelihood that i'm gonna play any of those games at a hundred dollars in within the next year is very unlikely um yeah and so it's just uh it'd be better to even buy if i'm gonna buy like i bought detroit become human new release full price but at least i'm playing it now yeah i mean so i'd rather spend a hundred dollars on two brand new games i'm gonna play right now than a hundred dollars on six seven eight games that i'm not gonna play within the next year or possibly ever yeah no i agree with that i i've thought about uh doing the inevitable uh play through every game in my steam library mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which just seems like an enormously annoying task (laughs) yeah yeah right exactly it's not even enjoyable at this point it's like a chore where it's like oh do i really want to (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i feel like i'm i'm slowly picking away at it i've been trying to play other games I mm-hmm. guess. So I've been trying to like really just push through and play a whole bunch of other weird things that I haven't played before. Like Ori. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I meant to, I was gonna ask you about that. So yeah. you played Ori in the Blind Forest this week. I did. Tell me yeah. tell me your thoughts. Uh I really liked it. It was fantastic. Yeah. I thought it was a lot of fun. The mechanics are so are just a blast. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I just thought it was so it was so nice. Like the storyline was kind of cool, and mm-hmm. uh, the different zones. Mm-hmm. And every time you have to escape a zone, oh my god, that was amazing! I loved that. Right? Oh yeah, it's just the one with the water. Oh, yes. oh my god! Yeah, that was amazing, <laughs> dude. Amazing. Oh my goodness! Um, I can't wait for the second one now. Like uh, yeah. the, the new one they're coming out with that's gonna be great. I so agree. I so agree. Yeah, I'm I, like I'm having flashbacks to that mem that uh to that water part. It's just. Anyone that's played Ori knows the water part, or that it's even watched it. I feel like it's even more concrete if you've had to experience it yourself. Yes. Um, um, I've, I really want to watch someone do a no death run now. Yeah, that. that'd be cool. That'd because be cool. that would be nutty. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. All right. 
right? Um, I love the soundtrack to that game. Oh, I, dude, it's just it's magical. I I listen to it. I listen to it actually pretty often. Um, I say at least like once a month now. And it's it, it. The crazy thing is how much feelings just the music evokes, like from the mm-hmm. bass, like from playing the game, like just thinking back to it. And um, I it's I, it's I that might be that might be my favorite video game ost um if not it's definitely in the top five but i'm pretty sure it's my favorite video game soundtrack um i think I, it's up there for me too i really yeah. liked um rhymes soundtrack too rhymes is really good rhymes was really really good uh journey journey used to be my favorite and um ori ended up beating that so i think i think mine would be ori journey and then rhyme would probably be like within like at least the top five um yeah. in that order among them so ah so much fun God, so i good. really love that game yeah it was <laughs> it was it was really good it was i yeah man or is the game that i want to like when i think about a game that i just want to like play over and over again just kind of like start to master like i'm never gonna i'm not good enough to ever master it like i'm never good enough to be able to do a no death playthrough but it's the game that like i can see myself just being like kicking back and just like hey i got 30 minutes 40 minutes an hour or two and i just want to like relax and play a game like that could be my game i just want to hop in master mechanics and kind of just like like make the game mine like almost kind of like on the road of what people become for speed running where they like just get like an intimate knowledge of it like that's why i want ori to be for me like the game that if i were to ever pick a game to speed run i would want to be ori um but i'd never be actually good enough to speed run the game i I mean that's what i was talking about on stream was like i would love to just try and grind this mm-hmm. game and see if you could actually beat it without dying. Like, yeah, personal as a personal goal. Exactly, it would thing. be yeah. kind of like how people do like the no hit Dark Souls runs. Mm-hmm. Like that's nutty. And yeah. <laughs> like doing that like on a on Ori would be crazy. I totally agree. Totally agree with you on that one. So I love Ori. I'm so happy that you got you you played it. So oh yeah, it was good. I I love I it it, it is funny. Is like I. I don't have as much time to catch your streams these days, but even just when I see you tweet out that you're playing a game that I love, like I get like this like emotional response of like, yes, yes, <laughs> you go, you go, sir, you go you enjoy go. that game. <laughs> like wow, when I saw you tweet out that you're playing Ori, I was like, oh my god, yes. I was like, good on <laughs> <Yeah>. you, Skanky. <laughs> so no, it was, but yeah, I was really excited. But, and then I had a little bit of fear that like you're not gonna like the game for some reason. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> like, well, I mean, it's anytime someone like watches a movie that you like or yeah. plays a game that you like, and you're scared that they're not gonna like it the same. It's oh, it's the sure. same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Exactly. Exactly. Especially because like we all come to these experiences with such a different background, right? Like, um, like when I come to Ori, like I really enjoy platformers. I'm very bad at them, but hypothetically you could all you could come to it despising platformers and then ori is not going to be a good game for you like you will spend you'll be like oh the art and the music's great the story seems cool but i hate every everything about the mechanics um yeah and so like there's always like that kind of fear like same thing with movies like sometimes the response that the movie evokes in you is because of other things that you've experienced in life and so you can go into it and be like like walk out being like wow that like really moved me and i walk in and like i don't i don't understand like eh, so i had to deal with journalists like whatever you're like no man (laughs) i get this and i'm like cool (laughs) but yeah okay yeah exactly okay cool but uh (laughs) but no i I love journalist movies to like uh was it spotlight the washington post one oh spotlight's great yeah so good so, anyways, but I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, uh, oh, I'm watching a lot more movies these days. I will say that. I will That's say that. That's good. You're, you're, you're adding to your list. 2018, yeah, 2018 is the year of, year of watching some more movies, so. You know what? This is a great time to move into my next subject. Oh, yeah? M. Cole, do you hear that? What's that? I think it's the mailman. <gasps> Yay! I think the mailman is here because we Hi, have GT. N-E-E-H-E-T. Because <laughs> we have an email. Oh, my God. We have not had an email in forever. Shenantics number one intern. Oh, yes. I'm excited. Uh, this is a piece of mail from our own 
Yummy ice cream. Yummy. Yummy. Round of applause. And the subject, M. Call, try to guess. When do I get paid? That's in the one that I deleted. The oh, okay, good. She Sorry. Said. What's oh, the okay. one that I have in front of me right now? <laughs> oh, oh. Um. Ooh, I don't know. Is it recommend? Is it asking us to watch a movie and talk about it? What What do we talk about every single week, M. Call? Food. Yes, good answer, but not the one I'm looking for. <laughs> it's more of a meme than something I, that we. I mean, I was, my second guess is lyric, but we haven't talked about him in forever either. But now we have. Fuck. All right. I'm <laughs> yeah. glad you did. Here's going to make me pull out all the stuff that we oh always my God. talk about. What meme do we talk about almost every single week that has to do with movies? I, the Truman Show. <laughs> we don't talk about that every week. Uh, movie pass oh my god yes that's the it has a, that's a, that doesn't have to do with movies that is I, uh, that is that doesn't have to do that, with movies. that is shenantic's favorite company <laughs> well we have two things to talk about the first thing is we're going to talk about yummy's email which is called another movie pass update yes she's laid this email out impeccably I mean, she has bullet points. She even oh has a God. screenshot of tweets. I love it. All right. <clears throat> this is yummy. Can we please talk about this movie pass update? See attachment. Yes, she also attached a PDF. I, I saw. With the new update. <laughs> love her so much. How, how does movie pass compare to the newly launched AMC Stubbs A-list or any mm-hmm. other movie subscriptions that you know? Okay, so AMC stubless subs A list thing, mm-hmm. nineteen ninety five a month, up to three movies per week. Enroll online, you can watch IMAX three D movies accepted all AMC locations. AMC still accepts Movie Pass. Did you know that? Interesting. Some really? AMCs, I guess, still accept Movie Pass, and there's no theater food discount. Okay. Okay. So, Movie Pass tweeted out, which I didn't see these tweets, but Yummy screenshot of them and sent them to us. Says, MoviePass tweeted out, heard AMC theaters jumped on board the movie subscription train. Twice the price for a quarter of the theater network and 60% fewer movies. Thanks for making us look good, AMC. (laughs) Then they write, AMC has repeatedly disparaged our model as a way to discourage our growth because all along they wanted to launch their own more expensive plan. We want to make movies more accessible. They want more profit. Okay. Which I think is a little bit of a strange. I mean, I don't know. I it think is those very strange. Kind of weird. Okay. Yes. So here's Yummy's thoughts. Okay. I okay. know we've been waiting for this because I want Yummy's I thoughts. Okay. Honestly, I watch about four movies a month or less, so I don't see the need to pay twenty dollars just so I have the opportunity to watch three movies per week. Mm-hmm. Plus, I love that I have multiple movie theater choices to choose. A Alamo. That's what's up, girl. All right. The main concern right now. Is I'm not sure how the surcharge will affect my experience. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Signed, Yummy Shenantics, number one intern. Yummy, hearts. Now, Movie Pass is doing some new updates. Okay. Have you heard about them yet? Or no? I've heard about some of them, and you need to fill me in on all of them because I heard there's like right. a f- two or three. So they're gonna have a new thing called demand pricing. Okay. So they're like. It's kind of like Uber. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it called when like there's a lot of people using Uber Surge so, surcharge? Yeah. So it's I think it's gonna be kind of like that. So if you want to see a movie when it first comes out, mm-hmm. then they're gonna you're they're gonna tack an extra fee on. Okay. Kind of thing. So you'll have to pay a certain amount. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then they said that they're gonna be having uh, bring a guest is gonna happen. Okay. So Movie Pass members will be able to purchase extra tickets to a showing of a movie. Uh, so that you can seamlessly reserve seats for you and your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, as a benefit, if your friend signs up for MoviePass within 24 hours, we'll refund the entire cost of the ticket. Okay. Kind of interesting way to get more people, I guess. Yeah. Um, peak pricing. So this, this is where they describe all like the pricing stuff. They say... We've passed commitment to maintaining our low monthly fee. Okay, great. Uh, rather than raise our prices or limit viewings, our plan has been to develop a new variable pricing system based on the demand for particular showtimes. 
Under this plan, if the combination of demand for a title, date, or part of day is higher, subscribers may be asked to pay a small additional fee depending on the level of demand. Mm-hmm. You can avoid this by like choosing a different date for a film or things like that. So I guess that's kind of like, yeah, whatever. Um, so yeah, I still think at this time, MoviePass is still a legitimate service for people to use. Even if you go and see one movie a month, I mean, nine ninety five is like a pretty good deal. I think mm-hmm. still. Yeah. I, I have two thoughts about this. Okay. Uh, number one. Number one is I think this is a good thing to see in the sense that I feel like the company, as we had talked about previously, looked like they're on the path to ruin, like they're going to be out of business. Um, And this shows that they're at least trying to do other stuff. Um, And I think both of these are very good revenue generating things for the company to do. Um, Because first of all, like the peak pricing, great. Like if you have people that want to see it on release day, charge them more, and then you can probably make up your shortfall between your subscription and your tickets. Um, the guest thing to me is actually genius on two parts. First of all, we like to see movies with other people and it'd be, you want to be able to sit next to those other people. So it's first of all, just the convenience thing It's nice to be able to buy tickets for you and your friend, right? Get your ticket. And then I assume you pay for your friend's ticket, right? Yeah. Um, but the reason why I think this is really, really genius is because you kind of have people now after they do it, like, they've spent money on it and let's say the ticket's like seven or eight dollars right then it's like oh but if you sign up then it's like it's only 9.99 and it's like we pretty much covered it and we'll go see a movie again next week and it pays for itself right and movie pass needs to get your friend on and the reason why is that my guess is that if your friend isn't already on movie pass with you they are the type of people that are going to sign up and then not use it and they're going to be getting the money into movie pass that makes the system work right like the everyone else else that signs up for it now are people that actually go see the movies and they do the cost benefit analysis where they're like oh yeah I see this many movies a month it's going to be cheaper for me to get movie pass and I'm going to go do it the way you get other people that when they do that like I don't ever see movies is you get them in when they're in on a fluke where it's like oh come walk, see this movie with me and then their value proposition becomes wow we just spent $7 for an extra $2 more we can go see another movie this weekend you know what I mean and then they can kind of sell them on it and you can kind of get them into the system where they feed more money into movie pass um so I do I do like hearing that because I feel like the company is adapting a bit um and which which will be nice. I think the second thing that's a uh, like a kind of tangential thing. Um, what I think is kind of ironic is I think AMC launching their program is actually going to help MoviePass because it'll give MoviePass a room to raise their prices because with the whole price anchoring, AMC is there's is that twenty dollars a month. Did I hear that right? Yes, nineteen ninety five. I think. Yeah. So, so at so at twenty dollars a month, AMC is kind of created a new price paradigm where movie pass looks really like a great deal ten dollars and amc is at 20 and if movie pass increases their prices at some point in the future to new users then it could still be like hey we're at 15 dollars a month but we're still cheaper than amc and you can go uh-huh. to whatever theater you want you and it gets them to a point where they can start to bring in more revenue so it's almost like i truly think amc might be helping movie pass by releasing a competitor um so that would be interesting. Uh, I still agree, and I agree with your point, though. And that, that's my third thing is that I do think that as it stands right now, Movie Pass is still a great deal for people that go and see movies. Um, because if you see two movies a month, you can cover what the price and cost of Movie Pass is. And if you are, especially if you're an avid movie viewer, like Yummy says she sees four a month, like, if it's it like she's still covering her costs and probably with even with the surge charge um the peak pricing she probably still is covering her cost um it's still probably cheaper for her to get movie pass pay the peak pricing if she wants to see new releases on release weekends um than it is to buy four tickets a month at full price so it's uh i think i think it still makes sense in that sense and then the second thing is if you i feel like for me and this is also 
kind of biased in the sense that I'm not a person that goes to see new release movies um, right away. But like, I think if it was me and I had Movie Pass, I would avoid the peak pricing and I would just get the ticket in a week or two, right? Like mm-hmm. when it drops off. If I see enough movies a month where Movie Pass is worth it, then I would just stagger out my movies and save the money and watch movies at off peak times. Is yeah. what I would kind of do. So. Yeah. Um, but it's a, I don't know. I I find that, I find that kind of interesting. I think one thing that is detrimental to movie pass is that the more that they have to add stuff like this, um, like they were doing with like the ticket verification, um, and other things, I feel like the more that they add all this stuff, it makes the system more complicated. And one of the benefits of movie pass was it was deadly simple, right? You pay this, you get the card and you go see movies and it saves you tons of money. And is the more you make it more complicated, the more it's like, oh, I don't know if I want to deal with that. And with the peak time pricing structure, it kind of gets to do I really want to worry about balancing that out and maybe not being able to see a movie when I want to because it's going to cost more and like, oh, I'm just going to stay away from the service altogether because I don't want to think about that. Um, And yeah, it may cost me more to buy individual tickets, but I don't want to worry about this confusing mess that is MoviePass. So if if they keep adding weird, not weird, but like different options type stuff or different conditions where the plans change i feel like that can be one problem that they run into where the system becomes complicated enough that people just want to avoid it because of its complexity sure so, but no i i get, I get that yeah. which brings me to my second point mm-hmm. that i'd like to make is that um i mean i may soon be canceling my movie pass subscription oh really yes why is that is it too expensive for you no oh. because the day after our last podcast, where we talked about Alamo Drafthouse coming yep. out with their competitor, yep. me and Gavilla got an email. The day after the podcast. Uh, they listened to Shenantics. You where know that, we right? talked about this. We got <laughs> yeah. an email that says, say hello to the Alamo Season Pass, baby. Yes. Unlimited movies, reserve tickets in advance, one low monthly price. How much does it cost? I don't know yet. That's the oh, thing that's holding know. me back. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much this will cost. But thinking about this, I don't go to any other movie theater besides Alamo. Yeah. It's nice to have the option to go to other movie theaters. But to be honest, if a movie is not showing at Alamo or it's mm-hmm. sold out on Alamo, it just won't go, to be yeah. to be honest. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what happens. Now, if they add other things onto this, like you know, you get discounts on food or you get... Probably not because that's where they make probably all their money is on food, mm-hmm. um, since that's like a staple of Alma Draft House and alcohol and stuff. Yeah. Um, then like I mean, this is like a no brainer. Mm-hmm. If you get to see unlimited movies like they're saying now, reserving the tickets in advance as mm-hmm. well, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm down with it. Yeah, I. If from my perspective, I would not only be down with it, I would actually probably be willing to pay more money. For the Alamo, if one. it was fifteen bucks, I'd say no mm-hmm. biggie. Yeah, yeah, because I think there's there's the benefit of it's 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 provided by like the first party company, right? It's not tacked on through some hacked in system where like it's like it's just it's going to work more flawless and more seamless when Alamo's offering it, and Alamo Alamo can offer you more that MoviePass can only offer you if they partner with the the studios right like True. with their online ordering and like reserving seats like for my understanding to get advanced tickets and reserve seats it has to be a theater that has partnered with MoviePass um otherwise you have to do it where you buy it when you show up to it uh yeah. but if and so like Alamo can easily and it works out great for Alamo too like think about how great for them it's like you get more people into the theater and then you can also kind of balance it out right like it's nice when someone is buying a ticket in advance for an alamo showing instead of buying it at the door when they have movie pass right so anyways i i would pay more i'd pay I'd, if i was in your situation i would definitely pay the 15 dollars or the 10 dollars if all i went to was alamo which if there was one near me that'd be the only theater i would go to so i completely understand that oh yeah but, i mean it's just such a different a better experience for me i yeah. think yeah. Um and it's the only place I go to, so it's like kind of silly. Plus if this happens, maybe they'll be canceling their partnership with MoviePass if they're yeah. having their own kind of like with AMC. So mm-hmm. um I don't know, only time will tell. I'll I'll let everyone know once the beta comes out and I'm involved in it. 
Yes, that'll be great. Give us a give us a full shenanigans rundown. Give you a rundown. So, it's a, it's one thing I think could be cool with this is not necessarily like with the competition and as a fragments, right? Like there's different theater providers, and if they all release their own and they kind of compete, like it's going to drive costs down at those each individual theaters, and it gives them an incentive to offer discounts on food or something else that can kind of be like, hey, get into our system because we don't want you to go sign up for AMC, right? If you have an Alamo and an AMC, like there's an incentive where it's like AMC is like, ooh, we don't want you to go to Alamo anymore. We're going to give you this to try and pull you away from them. Um, Uh So that's going to be nice. But the problem is, is that I feel like when that happens, MoviePass is going to get squeezed out because there's they there isn't much they can do without the cooperation of theaters, right? Like there isn't too much more that MoviePass can offer you that AMC wouldn't be able to. I don't think. Uh, yeah. Besides, maybe I mean, low price, low price, and theater choice is pretty much it. it. Low price and theater choice is kind of their whole bread and butter right now. Yeah. Um, uh, unless they're they start pushing for independent theaters mm-hmm. or. I don't know, man. If every theater comes out with their own movie pass system, though, they're kind of fucked. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I feel like I feel like that's and like that's game over for movie pass. Um, I could see in big, I could see in big cities. Um, it would it would really go against the model because when you're saying when like partnering with independent theaters, um, the only way I can or not the only way, but one way I can see movie pass surviving is if they kind of branched out outside of movies in the sense of like like i signed for movie pass in chicago i can go see movies in all the theaters unless like you know the nuclear option happens where the theaters just all don't allow movie pass anymore um Mm -hmm. but i can see movies in like any theater that i want and for ten dollars a month and then they can kind of branch out and be like here's other content that we're gonna try and offer you that you can go to for free or discounted and so it could be like hey m cole like you know, this weekend we have these things coming up to coming up that are not movies, like maybe plays, like small independent production plays, or stand up comedy, or art installations and exhibits, or like something like that. And they can try and maybe get you into that, and they can get a revenue source of saying to these other types of media, like, hey, we have these moviegoers; they like to go out and experience, you know, media. Maybe we can steer some of them your way if you're willing to give us like pay us for, like to you know steer some of our users that way so like i mean they would have to do something kind of in that vein or different like that in order to stay afloat if every other theater developed their own movie pass competitor so i think you know maybe maybe it would have been better Mm -hmm. if movie pass kind of like how do i want to put it kind of like um I mean, I would say maybe what is MoviePass's intellectual property really that they're that they have? It's pretty much like their app, yeah. I guess, in a way, and like their system behind the app, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they licensed it out mm-hmm. to movie yeah. theaters, yeah, initially be before they even launched MoviePass, mm-hmm. they probably would have made money. Yeah, <laughs> which no, they would have been probably would have, yeah, a business. <laughs> but, yeah, right, exactly. I think they went down right, the wrong route on this. I mean, really, MoviePass. Why do they exist? The only reason is because it's a good deal. That's yeah. the only reason people buy it. Yeah, that's um, true. If they had maybe licensed out their intellectual property in some way to AMC mm-hmm. or to other theater chains, being like, "Hey, we can start up a seasonal pass kind of th- system for you—a yearly pass, a monthly pass, whatever you want—for people to save money on movies or feel like they're saving money on movies." I don't know. Maybe people would have gone for it. Maybe they tried that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they might have tried it. I was, uh, the second thing I was kind of thinking is I could see them having maybe wanted to position the company, like get the user base, and then try and sell out to another media company like like Ticketmaster, Live Nation, like something else that like sells access to like shows and be like hey you guys don't have any stake in the movie business here you can buy us and like then you can kind of expand out into movies um i can see maybe I guess so yeah like i mean like that's like a last ditch, ditch effort to be like hey your company struggling has no money and might be going out of business what else are you gonna do try and sell to google <laughs> like, yeah it's like you know i don't know if Ticketmaster will want to buy no a hemor a company that's hemorrhaging money yeah like. right exactly <laughs> yeah let's take you on to just like 
you know, like, yeah, if I was Ticketmaster, I'd be like, yeah, we'll give you uh, two cents for every email address that you're giving us. That's all your company is worth to us. Like, yeah. if we could email market to your base, like, that's all we care about. So, I mean, it kind of, it's kind of a little sad for MoviePass because this is a system that works, mm-hmm. right? They found out that this is a thing that works, that people will go to the movies, which you know, people going to the movies has been declining recently, and this yeah. is something that's like, oh my god, I have such a good deal, I'll go to the movies actually, and people mm-hmm. are actually seeing stuff, which is exciting for you know, uh, people who make movies, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and now they're seeing other places, like doing it so easily. I mean, AMC mm-hmm. is just coming out with our own thing, like who cares, right? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that kind of sucks, but yeah, no, maybe they should have kind of, you know, planned it a little better. Yeah. Yeah, but it could also just be like obsolete stepping stone um, type of thing that like it's they they show that this exists, but there are better systems that everyone's going to move to. But we kind of needed MoviePass as the linchpin between mm-hmm. where it is and where it's going to be. Um, I think it, it's different in that the company that backs it and the business model and everything else isn't terrible like MoviePass, but I see a few similarities in the same thing with um, the iTunes store and music because it was almost a kind of a bridging of the gap between Napster and the piracy days and Spotify that we have now, right? Like, it's... it's iTunes and when Apple released the iTunes store and a dollar per song kind of did something where they somehow got people to start paying for music again um, when everyone can get it for free. And then we also got to a point where people are willing to pay a subscription price to have their music. And I feel like if Spotify came out back when it was just Napster and like the all rampant piracy on the scene, I don't yeah. think people would be willing to pay the like $10 a month for Spotify. I think they'd be like, I can get it for free and I own the songs. Why should I pay you $10 if I ever feel like don't want to pay you anymore? I lose access to all my music, right? Like, I feel like that was a harder pitch. But now we like it because we kind of progressed through different systems. And we're like, oh, now I want to subscribe and listen everywhere and have it seamless and just whatever song I could just pick at random and I don't have to pay additional money. Like, I feel like I see a little bit of similarities there. Um, But like I said, in this example, Apple didn't die and iTunes Store still does exist. So, but Yeah, well, I guess it's a different way of people consuming music because, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think... Maybe back then, okay, so it was always about how many, what CDs did you own, mm-hmm. you know, right? As a, what yeah. did you have in your collection? Yeah. Then it became a digital collection. Mm-hmm. What what stuff do you own, mm-hmm. like, in your iTunes library? Mm-hmm. But now we can own everything Yeah. for a fee, Yeah. which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Like streaming, I feel like has kind of totally streaming music, especially kind of, I wouldn't say killed piracy because piracy definitely still exists, Mm -hmm. but I would say pirating music, I don't think is as popular as it was maybe back before Spotify or things like that. Definitely not. Definitely. I feel like it has to be, I feel like the piracy has to be a, a very small fraction of the music consumed these days. People who are super audiophiles who want things in like flack format or mm-hmm. they really want specific high quality formats might pirate it. But mm-hmm. I mean, really, for a, a casual listener, yeah. I mean, who would used to go on LimeWire to download like Into Club by 50 Cent or would or just listening on iTunes, uh, yeah. iTunes on Spotify now? Oh, yeah, no, it's so true. It's so true. Or YouTube. Spotify or YouTube. Or like, YouTube. Because I was thinking about that. Like one of the things that's also genius about Spotify um, is just how easy it is to share music with other people. Right? Like it, it was a it like I remember back in the Napster days, like and before that, like and with CDs and stuff, like just the biggest pain in the ass to share music that you liked, right? Like mixtapes were great, but like there was a whole process to that. It wasn't just a simple thing. And now like with Spotify, it's super easy to say, oh, I like this song, and then just send someone a link to the song. Um, the only other one that makes it easier is YouTube, obviously, where it's like, oh, I like this song, you just send them a, a YouTube link. But uh, mm-hmm. but I believe part that that 
in addition to what you're saying about you pay, you know, a monthly fee and you own everything, um, in addition to that is also the ease of sharing. If I bought a song on iTunes, on the iTunes store, and I really liked it, I wanted to tell you about it, there was no easy way for me to be able, like, get you to listen to the song, um, fully all the way through right because you can maybe listen to like a 10 second preview but i really want you to listen to the song there's no way for me to get you to do it without you spending a dollar on it um yeah and that's kind of a hard sell especially because we have vastly different tastes in music than people so yeah exactly interesting did you um did you hear about the recent um banning on twitch i did not no tell me um so this actually has to do with, with music and stuff. Oh, um, really? It was a DMCA apocalypse, as people are calling it. Oh, yeah? There were a bunch of major, like, large streamers mm-hmm. that got 24-hour bans because of DMCA takedowns on their channel. Oh, really? Um, because of one song that they played. What song? Um, I'm trying to find the name of the song again. I actually don't remember. <laughs> Some rap song. Oh, really? But, Interesting. Um, yeah, a lot of people got banned, uh, and I'm trying to find it. But yeah, so they got DMCA takedown uh, on their channel, so they got 24-hour bans. Mm-hmm. And what ended up happening was one of... So this is actually one of the weirdest things. So one of the people who got banned was, I think, TSM Daquan. Do you know him or no? No, no idea. He plays a lot of Fortnite. Okay. He was supposed to compete in a Fortnite tournament um, that day, and oh he got banned. Yeah. So the guy who was running the tournament like tried to find out if he could get him unbanned to compete in the tournament. Mm-hmm. So they he went to Twitch, or they he contacted TSM, who TSM uh, contacted Twitch. And then he also called the radio label to find out if they could rescind the DMCA. Mm-hmm. The record label was like, we didn't even issue a DMCA. Team. Wait, what? <laughs> and they're like, we don't even know how to do that. Really? Yeah. So they don't actually know how it happened. And he actually ended up getting unbanned. Interesting. Yeah, and all those Very people all got banned because of a false flag or whatever. Yeah. But still, something to be wary about when playing yeah. music on stream is that, you know, you, you can get, like, banned. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, true. You that's know, true. If, if there's a DMCA notice. Yeah. But I think people kind of notice, like, know that they're not doing it in, like, a malicious way or something to, like, yeah. pirate content. But still, you know, it's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Even no, if they mute true. your VODs or whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. That's crazy. We got banned. We gotta be careful, M. Cole. I, I yes, yes. You and your song requests. Man, can you imagine if I got banned on like a Sunday stream for twenty four hours? So badass. That, but I, I'm just thinking like if I got banned on a Sunday stream, it'd be great because I'll be back on Saturday, <laughs> like six days later. I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> I was taking the days off anyways. <laughs> And I'd have I my street cred. On, then you could you could go on Twitter and be like, guys, I got banned from Twitch for 24 hours. I'm moving to YouTube. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, it's my ridiculous. God. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. These people at Twitch. I wonder if I got banned after a Sunday stream, if me or anyone else would notice. <laughs> so, like, if you didn't say anything, I mean, uh, maybe because doesn't it show up on your channel that you got banned? Like it, it shows up like your content. Yeah, sorry, this page no longer exists. Yeah, or yeah, it shows yeah. up a little bit. Yeah, yeah so so maybe, so maybe if people were maybe. really dedicated to your channel, they'd find out. It's true. They just really want to watch the uh, Detroit become the human playthroughs. Which exactly. I, which truly, honestly, without a joke, I I I said it uh, on stream, and Gabla informed me that you've already made highlights of all your vods. Because I was I like, please, them, I was yeah. like, I was like, please tell me that Skanky is saving these because I want to watch his playthrough. Oh yeah, so, I haven't been. Two t- nice little VODs for you. Perfect. I can't wait. That you can watch I'm through if you'd like. So excited to watch your playthrough. You have no idea. <laughs> it's so cool. There are a lot of things that were different yeah, so far. Yeah. That's what it seems like. So, Well, watch them after you part. finish, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Finish, yeah. good, good, good. good, good. It'll okay. be good. It'll be good. But uh, 
That game. I still I can't get over. We talked about it last time. Can't get over how good that damn game is. But. It's fabulous. It really is. Oh, it's so good, man. It's so, it's so good. good. I, can't I, I just I'm so glad that they made it. <laughs> I am. Too, I am too. I am so damn happy. That and they I'm. Made it. I can't wait for the next thing that they make. Oh my god, yeah, it's just right? so good. Right. So much to look forward to. I so mean, this is a game. Like, there's so many games within this. Like the way mm-hmm. they developed this must have been ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they must have just done one whole storyline and then tried to figure out the other ways to do it. Right. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I think so. Uh, yeah. I, I think that'd be the most logical way to get through this. Is kind of like develop the story you want to tell. And then go back and be like, where can we throw wrenches in and mix things up? And where would, if the story was actually happening, where are the points that it could go wrong? Um, and I, like, I'm assuming that's how they kind of wrote it and built it, is that they start off with something and then built the trees around it. Yeah. So, I don't know, that'd be cool. I would love to just watch the developers talk about it for like three days straight. Yeah, <laughs> like I would I go wanna, to a conference. I want a developer to talk about that. Yeah, I agree. That'd be so cool. That'd be so freaking cool. So, um, Skanky. Yeah. It's, it's about that time. I have a food finish for you. Wonderful. So, <sighs> potatoes. They grow in the ground and they're brown. Right? Yeah. And yeah. Most times, I think, unless you have a sweet I think potato. So. Yeah. And then they're red. Um, but they're also delicious. They are. And they are served up in a variety of ways. And I am mm-hmm. curious what you would rank as your number one top pinnacle preparation of potatoes. Is it like a baked potato? If it's a baked no, potato, you got to tell no. us what's on the potato. Or is it like a waffle fry? Is it a tater tot? Is it a potato chip? If it is potato chip, it has to be a certain type of potato chip. I, I, I need to know what is the perfect potato preparation for Mr. Skinky mashed really every time mashed potatoes is one of my favorite things to eat okay i got follow-up questions yeah with gravy on it that yes was volcano yes garlic <laughs> mash or regular mash regular Any although i'll have i'll put garlic in there do you put butter on it um so if, if it's i mean if it's not made with butter i won't put extra butter on it okay do you prefer it made with butter or not with butter? Uh, I actually can go both ways. Okay. But no butter is, I feel like, a classic, more more classic. Okay. Because I feel like the butter kind of, like, makes it a little bit runny, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it makes it a little bit more runny. Makes a make... little bit. So, I mean, I, I, I'm cool with either way, though. I just love mashed potatoes. Now. Like, th- that's why Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. Oh, I agree. I love Thanksgiving. So, oh, think- dude. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I love uh, stuffing is great. Oh my god, and stuffing cranberry sauce. Yeah, and then you put gravy over everything. Yeah, that's, except for that's the cranberry sauce, I don't like that. But um, you don't mix gravy with cranberry sauce. I don't just like cranberry sauce to begin with. Uh, oh, you don't too, like? Well, okay, it's fine. Tart. It's, yeah, it's a sweet tart stuff. But um, but oh man, stuffing with some gravy on it, and you got a little bit of the mashed potatoes that come over oh, and join. God, it's just like a party in your here. mouth. Oh, that's so bad. So is it good. wrong to bring stuffing to a Fourth of July party? Just asking for a friend. No, no, that's fine. I think that's just do like a. Fine. You're giving thanks to America. It's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Which is what you do on Thanksgiving, supposedly, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, for you, is gravy supposed to be like a dark brown or like a lighter brown or some color altogether? Um, lighter brown. Okay. okay. I'm I just guess? curious, yeah. I'm just curious what your volcano looks like. So. Well, what what about you? What what's your favorite kind of potato to have? Well, I'm, hold on, I'm still thinking. I have this image in you my head. You have more questions for me? Okay. No, I'm just. I want. I this isn't a question. This I'm just telling you guys how I'm imagining that Skanky eats. Okay. <laughs> dinner, like he totally he builds up the mashed potato mountain. He oh, puts yeah. the hole on the top, and then you got puts it. in the volcano yeah. fluid, and uh, then volcano fluid. <laughs> then it's he, my favorite band. It's. <laughs> Exactly. And then you know, you know, he takes his fork and he pushes a little bit of those peas onto the side of oh. the volcano. And then he makes a little like a little cut in the side and the gravy starts falling over. And he of course has to make the voices like, ah, help me! We're melting. 
My pee home. <laughs> yeah, my pee home is dying. Anyways, oh um, yeah, sorry. I just like vivid images. I love making natural disasters out of my mashed potatoes. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, for me, I mashed potatoes is good. Mashed potatoes is really, really good. I'm I'm running through to to re re make sure I'm covering the right ones. That's fine. Um, mine is tater tots. Uh, tater tots are really good too. Love tater tots. I think there's two things I really love about tater tots. First of all, they're amazing deep fried, but I feel like they're one of the few like fried potato-y type thing that is pretty good baked. Like you, you can bake up a sheet of uh, tater tots and it yeah. tastes like pretty damn good. Um, like we can't make French fries in the oven. Like those just taste terrible. Um, but uh, tater tots are they don't taste that are, bad in the oven. They taste pretty rough. I don't think so. I think I think really? you can do pretty okay. I'm gonna have to make some. Maybe I'll make some French fries this weekend, and we'll have to we'll have to reconvene. Yeah, I mean, I think you could do it. I mean, yeah. it won't taste the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like you'd be fine. But I, 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 uh, I, I love tater tots too. I haven't had tater tots in a long time. Yeah, I feel like I eat them all the time now. Like whenever they're offered as side, I feel like they're great drunk food. I just they're mm-hmm. it's, tater tots are so good. Do you um, make them at home? Like, do you use like frozen ones, or do you like? I I've I've only ever made frozen ones at home. I don't know how to okay, make fresh yeah, tater tots. Do you make fresh? Yeah, tater I would tots? love. To, no, I would love to try it. Oh, I do too. I want to try it now. I have a, I have a grater. I think I just need a potato and a grater. I just gotta figure out how to get them to stick together. I think then what, you have what to. What grade would you give fun. it? <laughs> You're so dead to me. Uh, but my second, my second one, my second <laughs> one is uh, I think the, those crinkle cut fries because I think oh the, the crinkly ones yeah I think yeah, those dude. those ones are so good so those ones are so good but um but yeah those are those are my top potatoes I love those too man yeah, yeah. what kind of mints would you put on your your tater tots I'm a ketchup dude for those oh my god it's skinky 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 am I missing out on something no no I just thought of something. That I think okay, I want to try. Me. I think I want to tr- make. I think I want to make some tater tots. I think I want to pour gravy on them. Dude, that'd be amazing. Wouldn't that be so good? That's like a poutine or something like that. It's kind of like a poutine. Wait, yeah. you know what would be great? What is dipping them in like a cheese? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. That we would have be a, good too. We have a place near us uh, called Cheesies that makes grilled cheese. Um, and they serve tater tots also, and you can get cheese on them. And they have a food truck that's sometimes near my work. And so sometimes for lunch, I'll get a grilled cheese sandwich um, with, with like chicken tenders and stuff on it. And then I'll yeah. get a side of tater tots with cheese and bacon on it. And it's it's amazing. I definitely need a nap after that. <laughs> like I eat all oh. that. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I've made a terrible mistake with that my life. That sounds so good, though. Oh, man. So good. So good. Damn. That makes me happy. Yeah, potatoes, man. They're they're something to be cherished, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, but uh, but you guys, that's been another episode of Shantics. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just in time for your workday, school day, chores, holiday weekend. If you took a nice extended one for the Fourth of July, whatever the world you're doing, we're gonna be there to if hang out. If you're from with America, you. well, hold on. I was watching. I want to talk about this at the beginning. Now that you're gonna bring this up. At the end, I'm gonna. I have to throw this in here. We were talking okay. about Queer right. Eye. The other show that I love on Netflix right now is Grand Designs. It's a British show about buildings, and I love it. And everyone, sh- everyone should go watch it. I absolutely love it. Anyways, uh, the one I was watching today, they were building a house, but they were also getting married, and they were getting married on the Fourth of July. So they, although they are British, they could also celebrate the Fourth of July skanky and take an extended weekend. All right, enjoy your wedding. I'm not saying they can't. I'm just saying that, you know, other countries don't necessarily, they, they don't, they don't celebrate the 4th of July. But they, sh- they should make their own celebration. It doesn't have to be they celebrating America. Uh, you, you were about to say they should celebrate it. <laughs> you celebrate America's freedom. <laughs> anyway, so if you took a terribly American-focused vacation weekend, we'll be there. You can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts, including the iTunes Store or Google Play Store, or our website at shenantics.rocks. If you have any comments or questions for us, you can send us a tweet at twitter.com shenanticspod, or if you want to be like Shenantics number one intern, yummy, you can send us an email at shenanticspodcast at gmail.com. If you love potatoes, 
Five stars on the iTunes store will get you more potatoes in your life. I believe it. It's karma, man. It's, it's karma. True. If you want to join the discussion, uh, head over to our website at shenetics.rocks slash about, and there's an invite link to the Discord server where there's tons of cool people are hanging out there all the time to discuss all the greatest things that are happening in this world. Skanky, where can they find you on the internet? They can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky, S-K-X-N-K-Y, and on Twitter at iSkanky, I-S-K-A-N-K-Y, and mcole. Where can they find you? I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash mcole underscore M-C-U-L in the underscore symbol, and uh, same username on Twitter, twitter.com slash mcole underscore. I think this week, this week is the week I'm going to start posting more stuff to my Twitter, more more mcole thoughts. Like I feel like I need to do that too. Yeah, right. I think you and I we should we should make that as our our half year resolution. We're halfway through the year at this point. Okay. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. July first. We're halfway through the year. We are now going to turn over a new leaf and we're going to post more stuff to Twitter. Sound good? Okay. I, I. You know what? I will. I will do that with you. Perfect. Body by Thor, and we got to come up with something for Twitter. 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 Something. Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Just. Just Twitter. come to Twitter. <laughs> All right, great talking, Twitter. To great talking to you this week, Skanky. Good talking to you too. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.